You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut through the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Before we get into today's show, I want to say a special thank you to our show sponsor, Jane. Jane is an all-in-one practice management software that many nursepreneurs use to run their clinics, and they love it. Not only is Jane robust enough to handle day-to-day clinic needs, it's also truly, it's beautifully designed, which makes the software fun and simple to use. For example, when you log in, the first thing you see is your schedule nicely laid out. Jane makes it easy for you to color code your treatments so you can see at a glance what you have scheduled for that day. For example, maybe you have light purple as your IV hydration appointments or butter yellow could be for laser treatments if you're doing med spa. This customization also makes it easy to tell the difference between an online video consult from an in-person appointment. Jane's beautiful interface translates to your online booking site too, where you can customize it with your clinic logo and colors. This allows you to authentically showcase your branding and provides an elevated online booking experience for your clients too. If you want to learn more about how Jane can help you run your clinic, head to Jane app. The link is in the show notes. Now let's get on to today's show. Hi, this is Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneurs Podcast. Today, we have Sarah Fung on with us, who owns the RN Resume. Sarah, thanks so much for being here with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I always like to find out about you and your nursing career. So tell us a little bit about your nursing career and how you got started uh, and that kind of good stuff. Yeah, so I've been a registered nurse for 16 years now. Um, I started my career 16. Yeah, yeah. I don't look old enough, right? I was going to (laughs) say, you look like you're 16. (laughs) I know, I know. It's it's one of those things where I can pass for a whole bunch of different ages depending on what I'm wearing. So (laughs) yeah, I've been a nurse for 16 years. I graduated in 2007 and I started my career in labor and delivery. I did postpartum. I did NICU. So I really spent the majority of my time in the maternal child field. Um, I also have a master's in nursing, so I've done some uh, work at the leadership level as a a clinical nurse specialist and professional practice specialist. It was actually during that time that I was asked to sit in um, for a lot of interviews for new staff, and I noticed that a lot of nurses, I could tell were good nurses, but they didn't have the great, um, they didn't have the greatest resume, they didn't have the greatest interviewing skills. And I thought after a while, if only someone had helped them, I think they could have done a better job. And then one day I thought, well, maybe that could be me. Um, But of course I was scared. And then eventually I thought, well, why not me? Maybe I could be that person. So that's kind of how I got started on that journey. And that was actually way back in 2009. So um, we're almost four years into it now and I've made it my full-time career. I also have a podcast. um, So I'm doing different things now in nursing and just showing nurses that um, nursing is such a diverse career and you can really make it whatever you want it to be. Yeah, I love that. And it's so true because, you know, I had this experience. I didn't have the same epiphany that I should start a business about it like you did, but I used to work for Walmart and one of my jobs was I was a senior manager for talent acquisition. So uh, we, I hired nurse practitioners into the clinics that were down South, uh, 
So they were all run by nurse practitioners and I would get these resumes and I'm like, oh my God, like I'd get hundreds of resumes and how do you sort through hundreds of resumes? And, you know, I threw most of them out because I, I could only hire family nurse practitioners and I can't tell you how many people don't tell you, <laughs> you know, what their, what their credentials are. Um, they just say NP. And I'm like, okay, but I, I can't call 100 people every day trying to find out if you're a family nurse practitioner. Uh, so I just got frustrated, but you actually started a business. So <laughs> I love that. Um, so you said, uh, when did this company start? Uh, it actually, I started doing this in 2019, but when I first started, I didn't think there were enough nurses that needed my help. Of course, this was before the pandemic. So I started writing resumes for anybody and everybody who needed help. So whether it be um, finance, marketing, uh, print marketing. I even did some resumes for firefighters. Like uh, I think I did some for people in the fashion industry. Um, and so I just started out kind of slow, just kind of gaining my skills. And then um, I started to not get as many clients as I had hoped. So instead of growing, I was actually kind of shrinking. So I decided I just need to focus on what I know. And that was nurses. And that yeah. was when I started getting busy. Um, and so I kind of just went with it. You know, I was getting more clients. People wanted to work with me because I was a nurse and I understood what they needed. And yeah. I understood a lot of the terminology and they didn't have to explain everything to me. And so that's when I realized finding a niche is really important and just doing what you know and what you're passionate about. So I know a lot of people hate writing resumes. For some weird reason, I like writing them. My uh, <laughs> my alternative career, actually, if I hadn't gone into nursing, was journalism. So in a weird way now, with the resume, um, I'm able to combine both of my passions. I love it. Um, and you even have, um, okay, yeah. So, no, I love this. Uh, I'm going through your website right now, and I don't want to jump in the, like, too far ahead in the conversation. <laughs> All right, so 2019, so you start out talking to um, everybody and find out that the, that that um, pool of uh, Red Ocean, as they, so to, so to speak, um, was very, probably, uh, there's lots of resume writing services out there as well that you're competing with, um, but to niche down, uh, that is so important, and it's something that we talk about all the time is, you know, because people like you, um, you know, they get afraid that they're not going to get enough people to work with them if they limit their services. And you found the exact opposite, correct? Exactly. So I think just being a nurse, um, and maybe it's my personality, I was always wanting to please everybody. I wanted to be everything to everybody. And so no matter what work came my way, I would say, yes, I can do it. But I found myself in situations where I was helping people in the finance industry at high levels write their resumes. And I felt really out of depth and I felt very uncomfortable with that. And so after a negative experience, I decided I need to, this is no longer my scope of practice, so to speak. I need to go back to what I know and what I know is nursing and all the um, experience I had, you know, with the interviews and looking at resumes were nurses. So I need to just go back to what I know and you know, that kind of just evolved and I went with it. And I think it's just important as a business owner that you be responsive to what the market tells you. And what yeah. it was telling me was that I should not write resumes for careers that I don't know very much about. And I should not market myself as someone who can, when the truth is I'm still, I was still learning. Right. And you're right. There are so many other resumes writers out there and how could I differentiate myself from them? I, I love that you share that too, because, um, you know, having experiences that are not pleasant and, you know, I certainly have had my share of them and you get 
knocked down. Like we've, we've gotten knocked down a couple of times for venturing into things that we didn't belong into. And, you know, there's a tendency to recoil, right. And walk away from something, but you used it as a, as a gift really to tell you what you should be doing. Um, so, you know, I really appreciate you sharing that because it's, it's hard, um, to have bad experiences in business. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to start a business, but it's, it's really hard to have a bad experience and then keep going. So yeah, that's, excuse me, that's awesome. Um, so let me ask you this, how did you get your first, uh, clients? Like, how do you even step into this market? That's a good question. I wasn't quite sure how to do it really. Um, I thought I was in a number of Facebook groups already, uh, like in, um, job hunting groups, not for nurses. And I decided that I would offer my services for free in exchange for reviews, just so I could build my portfolio and get some experience. And the most important part I thought was if someone wasn't happy with what they got, there was no real recourse because they weren't paying for it. So I just sort of posted on a couple uh, nursing student groups and just some general job searching groups that, hey, like I'm looking to help write your resume. Um, send it to me and I'll do it for free. Oh my God. You... Did you get inundated? <laughs> um, I can't remember, like not as much as I thought, but people just kept coming at me. And I remember it was summertime. So, you know, I was still working full time. So every day after work and after my kids went to bed, I was just at my computer, you know, revamping these resumes and I would send it back to people and they were mostly happy with it. I mean, I don't know I didn't really know what I was doing, right? So at the time, I just thought I'll just help them and they'll write me a review. And then I, you know, I started reading articles about what's trendy and what's really going to be effective and sort of started building it that way. Um, so I think that was really how I got started. And then following that, I sort of created some social media accounts just to post about what I thought was helpful, just to give people some free advice so they would you know, follow me and engage with me. And that's really how it got started. Okay. And now are you getting consistent clients coming in uh, looking for what you're offering? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, when I decided to walk away from my full-time job, which was about a year and a half ago, um, I know that I needed to ramp up because I no longer had my full-time income. So I worked with uh, a business coach and we you know, first we worked on increasing my pricing. So I think that's one thing is as nurses, uh, as women, as mothers, we often feel like we can't do that because we need to help people. But the truth is, if you don't value your services, nobody else will either. So I worked on slowly increasing my pricing. I worked on different products. Um, I worked on not just not just one-to-one -one services, but also selling digital products, selling a course having more um, different price points so that no matter what someone's budget was, there was a way I would be able to help them. And even having a free offer just to get people exposed to me and what my services were. So I am getting a consistent income now. Um, this year, I'm on track to exceed my previous uh, full-time job income. And I think that you really have to go into this with a business mindset from the beginning. So I learned from some of my previous failures that you do have to go into this right at the beginning with the goal of making money. And I don't want people to think that it sounds cold, but the truth is if you're not making money in a business then it's a hobby um, and there's certainly no shame with charging for your services because this is how you make your living. This is your knowledge, skill and expertise that you're bringing to people. Yeah, absolutely. And and yeah, thank you for saying that because it is it's really 
important. Um, and it it's it is something that's very hard to do. Pricing is very hard. And most of the nurses that that come to us, they're they're chart, you know, they're they're vacillating between should I charge $59 or $69? And I'm like, you should be charging $599 is what you should be charging. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> nobody cares. There's no difference between $59 and $69, right? It doesn't matter. So stop waffling on that. Like it just needs to be way higher. Um, and, and the one-to-one -one services has to be, uh, I mean, that's really hard too, especially at a lower price point when you're only doing a hundred or 200 bucks uh, for something one-on-one -on -one can be exhausting. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And so learning to increase my pricing, um, knowing that it's okay to say no to people that can't afford your pricing, because one thing I've learned over the years is some of the worst clients I've ever had were clients that were asking for a discount right off the bat. They already had unrealistic expectations of what they wanted. And the people that want to work with you will value your services and your pricing from the beginning. Of course, there are exceptions where you might want to give them a bit of a discount or maybe allow them to pay up front and then a little bit later. But someone that really wants to work with you would not do that. I always compare um, being an entrepreneur to, um, let's say, going to your hairdresser for your hair. You would never expect to get that for free, even though that person's your friend, right? I tell this to people because hairdressing is a very female dominated business too. So even though someone's your friend, you would never think to not pay them. You would never say, oh, do you mind giving that to me for free? Or could I pay half today because I can't afford it? You wouldn't do that. So you need to value yourself the same way. Um, don't be afraid to turn people away if you get a bad feeling right off the bat. Don't be afraid to stand firm on your pricing because the right person um, will, like I said, value your services and be willing to pay what it is you're asking. Yeah. Oh, you need to get new friends because there's certainly <laughs> going to be friends out there that want to, you know, expect to get things for free. And I have a couple of nurse practitioners who are like, everybody keeps coming to me and asking me for free things. And I'm like, you need to set boundaries and just, you know, no, it means no. And uh, you can't have this for free. Here's the price. If you want to pay it, I'm more than happy to give you a sp special appointments or whatever, but you know, if you want, but I mean, it's crazy. Um, I'm like, you're just going to keep attracting the same type of people if you keep going down this road. So. Yeah. And I think uh, I've been in situations where friends, um, past colleagues have come to me and I question whether I should give them a discount or whatnot. And I gave them the regular price and they were happy to pay it. So yeah. I think it's, it's a, I guess, you know, it gets better with practice, but yes. at the end of the day, you still charge people. That's my philosophy. Yeah. I, I mean, it's an awkward relationship that you build up too when you do stuff for free. Cause if you did my resume for free, now I feel indebted to you. And the next time you come and ask me for something, then I feel obliged to give it to you. I'd rather just give you money and, you know, have our, our, you know, debt paid off, you know, as opposed to being indebted to you for something in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So you started out with uh, resume writing, but you also do coaching. Is that correct? Yeah. The bread and butter of my business is resume writing. That's why it's the RN resume. But I found that, um, again, just people were asking for different services. So people were asking me, could you write my cover letter? So I started getting into cover letter writing. And back to the reason I started this business really was helping um, nurses with job interviews. So people started asking me, could you help me prepare for a job interview? So I started on that service. 
And then I noticed that LinkedIn was a really great place to be in general for career development, especially for nurses. I find that not enough nurses are on LinkedIn. And I do feel like it's the number one thing you can do for your career. So then I started helping nurses with building their profiles and explaining to them all the great functionalities of LinkedIn. Um, and then probably similar to you, I started getting a lot of questions about how I started this business. And so I've been helping nurses now with entrepreneurship and coaching them on how to start businesses, particularly ones that are online. Um, so I know that I'm probably spreading myself a bit thin, but I do enjoy what I do. And I am looking into getting help in the future because I know there's only so much of me and there's only 24 hours in a day. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to ask if you have a team behind you. I, I do uh, I do hand off work now. I don't have someone full time, but I do have people that can help when needed. Okay, yeah, and the, the LinkedIn profile is huge. I remember, so I wrote a, a textbook uh, with Springer, and I had to get editor, I mean, uh, contributors for this book, and it was it's huge. It's like a seven hundred page book, um, and it was a uh, acute care guideline. So I went and the first thing I did was go to LinkedIn and. I started researching, like I need a nurse that's an endocrinologist specialist. I need a nurse that's this, that, and it was so freaking hard because nobody puts anything that they're supposed to put. Like nobody tells you what they specialize in. They're just like, oh, I'm, a, you know, either there's a ghost picture, they've never signed in or done anything on LinkedIn or, but I can't tell you how many opportunities I've gotten from people finding me on LinkedIn. Um, and it, in the reverse, the people that I find, um, we've given tons of opportunities to Absolutely. I find the same thing. I will um, go to look at someone's profile and it's not updated or it only has one job listed and there's no description. So it's just like finding a needle in a haystack. And I would say 90% of the nurses I talk to will say either they don't have LinkedIn, they're afraid to use LinkedIn, or they have a profile and they never sign in. And I'm telling you, it's like, it's if you want people to approach you with job opportunities versus you going to a hundred different websites and applying one by one, that's really what you need to be doing. You need to market yourself for the job that you want and the skills that you have and have people come to you. Um, I know there are people that have reservations about um, not wanting their current employer to find out that they're looking for a job. There are many ways that you can look for work without displaying it on your profile. There are lots of ways that you can look for jobs and set up job alerts and network um, that you can only do on LinkedIn. So I don't want nurses to be afraid of it. It's a social media platform, but it's very professional. I haven't really encountered any issues with people on it. And the truth is everybody's manager is on LinkedIn too. So there's a reason <laughs> and for behaving for properly. <laughs> and yeah, and they yeah. could be looking for jobs too. So just because you're on LinkedIn doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be leaving your job. It's all about um, your personal brand. It's about marketing yourself and it's about networking for opportunities that you may not even know exist right now. Yeah. And I think, you know, early on LinkedIn got kind of a bad rap because, uh, you know, we all got inundated with nurse recruiters hammering away at us and just, you know, trying to get us to to go to other jobs. But I mean, the, if they send you an in-mail or an email, it doesn't bite, you know, just ignore it. Right. <laughs> but there's so many other options to use LinkedIn and it is so powerful. Um, all right. So now what is kind of like the big picture for this? What would you like to see this business do in the next five years? That's a great question. Um, I think that I really want to build more of a community because what I've noticed in the past few years, especially with the pandemic, is that 
there's a huge interest in finding non-traditional, non-bedside jobs, and there's not much awareness of how to do so. So a lot of nurses will come to me and say, you know, I've never really had to do my resume because I've been at the same hospital for 10 or 20 years, and now yeah. I want to try something new. I don't even know where to start. So what I really want to do is build a community to help nurses understand how diverse this career is, how you can navigate it outside of doing your traditional sort of bedside nursing. Um, I want them to understand how to market themselves, how to negotiate a uh, pay raise, how to do all the things that I never learned in nursing school. I learned on the job. So really building community, um, building resources that are accessible. I'd love to create more courses. I'd love to create a membership uh based sort of community. I also want to continue offering free services, like free resources, I should say, to nurses that are just not quite sure where to start. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of things that I want to do, but I'm just sometimes all over the place, but I do know I need to focus. <laughs> so that's sort of what I'm thinking right now is just building that community. And right now, um, you might know there's a huge interest in work from home jobs too. Mm -hmm. um, so I had a work from home job that started during the pandemic. And I really um, give, I have to give that job credit for allowing me to start this business because it gave me two hours back in my day. So if, if nurses are looking maybe to start into entrepreneurship, but you don't want to leave your job, maybe just taking a part-time or work from home job that gives you more flexibility. So you can kind of build your business on the side until you're ready to make your side hustle into your full-time hustle. I love that. Um, yeah. I mean, cause that's the, the remote work is, is huge. And actually my hospital, I just interviewed some of our leadership. They're creating like virtual nursing jobs, uh, which, you know, they're like, we can hire nurses in Montana and they can, you know, work for us. I'm like, okay, uh, I don't know how this is going to work, but you know, it is definitely moving that way. And it, it's really, it's going to be really interesting and a lot of fun. So, I mean, this all comes together. This all works together. Everything that you're talking about, it's so important. Um, and yeah, you're right. Like we don't get any real training on um, resumes. I had uh, one of my students, um, leadership students was interested in working for my business. I, I work academics as well. But uh, so I'm like, oh, okay, we'll send us your resume. And he sent us his resume. And uh, it was so awful. I was like, you need to hire somebody to help you because you have not displayed any of your amazing characteristics that you have that would make you perfect for this job. I mean, you listed off a couple of hospitals and, you know, random stuff like they didn't, they didn't put any like real thought into it. Um, and that was, that's the first impression, right? That's the first impression. The only thing we have to go on is this piece of paper and what you choose to write on it. Um, and to skimp on that is doing yourself a huge disservice. Absolutely. And, and just going back to what you said, one free piece of advice I want to offer everyone is at the very top of your resume where your name is, just list your credentials right after your name so that someone can see if you're an FNP or that if you have your master's or you have an additional you know, certification. Um, because what I've read, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but the average recruiter will look at a resume for seven seconds. Yes. So I mean, like you're looking through a hundred resumes an hour, you don't have time. So you have to put the most important information at the top and ideally on the first page. Yeah, I, I can attest to that as, you know, a recruiter. Um, and I would just, I would, I'd get mad. Like if I couldn't tell, like within the first couple of seconds, who this person, I'm like, oh, forget it. You know, I just, I don't even want to deal with this person. And they could have been the perfect candidate and I have no idea, but, you know, because they weren't telling me, 
was a family nurse practitioner position and I just needed to know if they were family or not. Uh, cause a lot of them weren't, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it was, it was really annoying. So that one little tweak could, you know, be, because if you're doing it and everybody else isn't, uh, you know, you're at least going to get the interview. Yeah. Um, and I think that I don't want nurses to discount their experience too, because people will say to me, like, I only worked in this job for eight months, or I don't know if I should put this. I was a correctional nurse and I'm saying, yes. Oh my God. Yes. I'm like, you, you worked in a correctional facility for almost a year. That is that's hard. That is hard. hard. And so, so just eliminating just and only from your vocabulary in your internal mind, I think you're, you're not just a nurse. You're not only a nurse. You are so much more than that. And you need to think that way so that you can translate that confidence onto paper. Right. Because what bothers me about the traditional uh, resume, like I worked here, I worked here, is it doesn't tell you anything. It's like, like, what? Like, what is it about you that, you know, you brought uniquely to that position? Like, what are your characteristics? What are, you know, are you detailed oriented? Are you like, did you take charge? Were you like, you need to really boast about how amazing you were in that position, as opposed to I just worked there from this date to that date. Like, that doesn't tell you anything about that person. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's sort of like, um, I think the the hardest thing for nurses is just to cut down the length of it, because people think they need to list everything. So I tell people it's like, you have your CV, which is what you for your own records, everything you've ever done in your career. And that is like a walk in closet, your resume is like, a suitcase that you're going to pack for vacation. So you can only fit so much. You only want to put what's relevant and you have to think about the per, you have to think about your trip and what you need. Um, so if you can contain everything into one or two pages, that is all you need. There is no reason aside from an academic CV that you need to go beyond two pages. And that even goes for my own resume. So finding ways to be more concise and be more impactful is going to make a big difference. No, do you do academic resumes? Cause those are painful. I have done one. You know what my record is for length? I think I did one that was 15 pages long and this was That's for- not even long. <laughs> no, it was like for a physician who has had publications for the last 20 years solid. So I think it was 15 pages, but yeah, it can go on forever. Oh my God. It's so painful. Um, all right. So, well, if, if people want to hire you to do their resume or find out more about the templates that you have here, and you got a lot of templates, so this is really nice, but, uh, what should they do? Where should they go? How can they get in touch with you? So, uh, people can go to my website, which is the rnresume.com, all one word. Um, or if you want to just Google the RN resume, I'm on all the social media platforms. So I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, um, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, just look me up and, uh, or you can email me Sarah at the rnresume.com. Awesome. All right, Sarah. Well, thank you so much for sharing this with us today. Thanks for having me. This is Katie Harris saying, thanks for listening. Remember, if you're a nurse who is ready to start this type of business that you heard about here today on this podcast or any other idea that is burning a fire inside of you, let's talk it out. Click the link inside the show notes to schedule your private discovery call with my team. No sales. This call is just to determine what your idea is and if we can help. Until next time, keep making your impact, nursepreneurs.